So, uh, hi guys, how's everybody doing? We are back with the boys of the Black Tower. Uh, we are here on a Tuesday for a live recording. Jesus Christ, the number of bottles of Sailor Jerry that Josh pulls out on a daily recording basis. <laughs> he got me. He got me that time because I remember seeing the fully empty bottle. I'm like, oh, sweet, I'm not the only one that's pretty much out of alcohol. Oh no! And then he pulls out a fresh fucking handle. I'm like, no, no, no just you got no. Ashaman are always prepared, my guy. Hey, he's got some. He's got a little Bailey's, so he's also yeah, I got a little Bailey's. Got a little Bailey. But I got a we're not here to three a.m. drive, so I'm I'm prepared to drive to the place where I can drink all the taint with all the peoples. Mine's not tainty because I'm with my family. Mm-hmm. Just, Sounds like, like all the room. You guys know what time next. it is. <laughs> yep. It is time for another episode of the Black Tower Podcast. Burr, 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 burr. And guest, because today we do have a special guest on our episode as well. But we will get to that in a minute because it will be very clear why she's here once we tell you what we're talking about. But before we get to that, we need to introduce ourselves. So hi, everybody. I am your Amon Khan Mahal, Daniel. And I'm your juicy Mahal, Josh. Hey, you so much right now. <laughs> and I am your physically ill Mahal, uh, Andrew. <laughs> and we are the boys from the Black Tower podcast, which is a Wheel of Time podcast. You know us. We get together every Tuesday and talk Wheel of Time, all things Wheel of Time. Almost nothing is off limits, and neither are most of us. Uh, but hey, <laughs> oh, that is very good to know. <laughs> hey, thank, thank you for uh, mentioning that. I'll keep that in mind for next Jordan Con. Indeed. Well, there you go. Uh, so, <laughs> what have we, you done? We have a few things to talk about today. Uh, number one is if this is the first time you are listening to the show. You're going to want to get all of that tainty goodness, which comes from blacktowerpod.com. That is your one-stop one shop for everything Black Tower. It's got our merch shop, which the lovely Josh is going ahead and modeling Juicy for George. you, Vanna White style. I'm not going to say it. You're not going to convince me to say it. Read the uh, and, All right. There we go. Hashtag. Uh, and then we also have all of our socials on there as well. Uh, we have the most recent five episodes that you can catch on our website as well, uh, along with a bunch of other fun things. So if you've not yet gone to blacktowerpod.com, definitely go check it out. Uh, after you have gone to blacktowerpod.com, you're going to want to go ahead and check out watcon.com because by the time you are hearing this episode, unless you're live right now, WatCon will be over for 2022, and I'm pretty sure there are going to be a boatload of pictures on there. So if you missed out, True. go and check out pictures, go and check out videos, go and check out recordings. Uh, a lot of stuff is going to be on the website. Uh, and if not, be patient. Uh, it is a big event, and so we're definitely going to be getting things on there throughout the coming weeks. And now... What are which one are which one are we plugging today, Andrew? New creations by Jen. Hey, As you can see, Josh yeah. wearing that fabulous, fabulous shirt over there, the Two River Sniper shirt. 
you can go and get your very own from New Creations by Jen. So head on over to blacktowerpod.com. You'll see a button for our merch that says New Creations by Jen. Click right there, and it'll take you to where you can see all the Black Tower podcast-inspired merch that Jen and Rob are so kind to provide on New Creations by Jen. Um, a lot of our... The Two River Sniper as a shot glass. Yes, it's uh, also in shot glass form. Uh, see what we did there? Okay, I'm done. There's also yeah, a shot yeah. glass that says, taste the taint. Correct. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, a fair number of our patrons uh, just recently got the taste the taint shot glass in the mail. Uh, right. If you didn't and you were supposed to, you know who you are, which shouldn't be anybody because I did send one to everybody. May just not have made it out yet. I know. I know one person at least got it. So I'm going to assume that means absolutely everybody got it, which would be nice. I know of at least another yeah. one. So yes, we're good. I think. Yeah. Which we'll go check out. Also, new creation. Go ahead. Sorry. So yeah, go check out new creations by Jen. It's the only place where you can get our two river sniper stuff right now. Uh, including the shirt, the shot glass, the taste of taint, shot glass, and it is the only place where you can get your frosty mugs from the Wheel of Time content creator community. Uh, so you've got ours, Malkir Talks, Kate Reading, and Michael Kramer, uh, Will Reads, Will Weaves, uh, a whole bunch, or Will Takes, and Will Reads, and Will Weaves. They're all on there. All the wheels. All the wheels. All the wheels. Every single one of them. So Indeed. there's a whole bunch of stuff there. Go and check it out. And uh, with whatever money you have left after you're done buying up all the Black Hour podcast stuff, show some support and love to the other content creators out there that definitely make it worse. <laughs> it's almost as good as ours. Well, I mean. Okay there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. You We are in the presence of the roof mistress from the Threefold Talks. Indeed. We, we don't need her talking to uh, the rest of her Aiel sisters about us dogging on her merch line. But now that I've uh, let this cat <laughs> out of the bag, uh, Rufus, oh, is there... would you do us is... the honor? What? I was going to ask, is there threefold stuff on uh, on New Creation? No, so there's not on uh, New Creation. Um, I am. But, I'm safe. Uh, Kiss my yeah, ass. Okay, good. <laughs> no, no, but we do have excellent merch. <laughs> so. All right. Don't get sassy so, about the merch there, mister. Always get sassy about Roof Mistress Leia, please, uh, please introduce yourself and, uh, and uh, tell the people what you do and uh, let, let's get this party started. All right. Sit back um, on your dagger and be free. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that uh, polite invitation to <laughs> spill all the beans. Uh, did you have to look that up? I did not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, well, I'm very impressed then. You have much G. Uh, so, <laughs> as Josh said, you I know am... I'm all about that G, about that G, no toe. So, <laughs> I am Ruth Mistress Leia. Um, I am uh, one of four Aiel and one token wetlander on the uh... three full talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took us like almost a year to like figure that out um kind of sad uh so we do a live youtube show every thursday evening at 9 p.m eastern and you can obviously catch it later if you are not available for the live ones but we have a lot of fun in chat um we do weekly wheel of time news um as a 
segment every time. And then the rest of it is just kind of the craziness that evolves out of (laughs) whatever our brains come up with. So it's part variety show, part news, part serious. Um, We do dream interpretations and advice columns periodically. Uh, Nice. Yeah. So also lots of stabby stab. Lots of stabby stabs. We like our stabby stabs. Is it, is it dear stabby? Is that what you do? It's not. Oh, no, we just time to stabby stab everyone. Oh, it's oh. dear wise one. It's wise one, Shelly. So. Okay. Yeah, no, you yeah, know. Yeah. One. yeah. One. We do Sorry. have an actual wise okay. one. <laughs> In fact. Well, awesome. Well, welcome to the Black Tower. You've been here before, but welcome back uh, for you. another rousing episode. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about something that spoils basically the entire series uh, pretty darn far into it. I don't think it mm-hmm. actually quite goes into book 14 that much, uh, but definitely enough and close enough that we're just going to spoiler you for the whole series. So, mm-hmm. Andrew, do we have a spoiler uh, warning set up and ready to go? Wonderful. Then let's let's protect the people. Welcome to the Black Tower. This is your spoiler condom. If you have not read the complete works of Robert Jordan, The Wheel of Time, books 1 to 14, and also New Spring, big bad book of white arts, and The Companion, you are at risk of being spoiled. Spoilers come with side effects. These side effects may include headache, nausea, vomiting, death, dizziness, vaginal or penile eruptions and ejaculations, dysentery, cardiac arrhythmia, mild heart explosions, varicose veins, darkened stool, darkened souls, more vomiting, arthritis, hemorrhoids or diabetes, virginity, mild discomfort, vampirism or werewolfism, gender inequality for the whole planet, spontaneous dental hydroplosion, sugar highs, even more vomiting, or maybe just a mild rash. If you cannot deal with these side effects, please leave now. For fear of spoilers, you have been warned. So that would be the Token Wetland, uh, who's on the uh, threefold talk there. Yeah, that's Rob, um, our Malkir. Uh, uh, so, he knows a thing or two about Toe. Malkir's oh, first best chef and its third best swordsman. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll that convers- that's a conversation for later. <laughs> uh, oh. But yes. So, since you are uh, here, Leia, do you know our topic today? And would you like to introduce our topic since she would... used to be a friend of yours at some point? Oh, excuse you, first of all. Oh! 
slide slips up. She is a fellow roof mistress. Um, mm. And uh, when I was talking with you guys at Jordan Con, um, and I was like, oh, you know, totally sober, because I was totally sober at Jordan Con. It's like, I would totally. love to be totally. on your show. And you guys are like, let's talk about a wise one. And then after you guys' Red Aja episode, it, you know, most people villainize the Red Ajas a lot, but you guys really made me want to almost, almost, almost <laughs> convert from a blue Aja to red Aja. Ooh, almost. Wow. Or sorry, green, green Aja. Cause, but I still want all the warders. So <laughs> maybe fourth age where we get to have all the Ashaman warders, maybe I will be a red Aja. Wow. With that being said, I was just like, you know what? I love this spin that you guys put on this. I was like, what is um, a female ideal that people don't particularly care for that maybe we could see if we could glean? And I was just, so two came to mind was Savannah and Theravra. And so we decided to tackle Savannah tonight, which I'm very excited for. I almost more like an entire boatload of necklaces <laughs> and like in <laughs> the sweat tip top top it's another right. btpbb black tower podcast background breakdown mm-hmm. just had acronym flashbacks to my time in service how dare you yeah <laughs> why would you do that yeah. i don't know like we'll see because be why not because why not just, i'm like oh Does, yeah for me, like Savannah takes all of the assumedly bad parts of Barrelane, combines them, cranks them, cranks them up to about three fucking thousand, mm-hmm. and then looks at the IL and she's like the chaff, the chaff IL of the IL. To <laughs> oh, me, that's a really good analogy. I like that. <laughs> like she plays at being IL while doing her best Barrelane, but like the like alternate negative dimension version of Barrelane, mm-hmm. where it's not like I'm just trying to keep my home country safe and I'll do whatever I have to. It's the I'll do whatever I have to to just in have whatever I want. Situa- yeah. yeah, I was gonna say in every situation possible because I want all the things. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, and you're, you're kind of getting to like I as I was doing the research for this I was trying to again reframe how I because honestly at the end of this bottom line up front I still fucking hate this bitch yep. <laughs> she's <is> still <laughs> awful but oh, there, are, oh. there are positive things that you can glean from her like and we'll we'll get more into it but she is very driven even from a very young age um, she does have this vision. She does believe that the Aeol can change and do something different and better. She just doesn't execute it very well. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so, she, so she's got these things that are positive about her. It's just not, you know, again, well executed. Just at the end of the day, it's not uh, the kind of thing where she actually comes out on top. She actually comes out very much not on top. Um, I think we would you definitely say well, story I, if we if she I, had been successful. I definitely think that the historians would have written her story a little differently. Oh yeah. Well, the that, historians that, Robert Jordan. <laughs> that right. That therein lies the issue, right? You know, the difference between a patriot and a tyrant is who wins if you win or not. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um in this particular case, Savannah is difference between an a ambitious, patriot and a tyrant 
Trader. Sorry, Patriot and Trader. Yeah, there okay. we go. There we go. I was like, I sorry, no, I, I have serious disagreements with that. But now, yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> well, anyway. though, I mean, yeah, there's there's like so many circumstances in history that you know, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, history's written, his history's written by the, the winner. So, are to be, you know, a very powerful, wise woman. She wants to be known throughout history as one of the greatest Aiel wise ones ever. Um, and eventually even has designs on marrying Rand, yep. whom By she force. fully believes is the Karakarn. Nope. Eventually. But it's she eventually, for her eventually, eventually, yes. Well, but like it, but it's, it's, I think that's her belief is it's convenient for her to believe that. Oh, because she it, does also believe thing. it's Kooladin for a while. Um, so in, um, and the from the Aiel culture perspective, um, women are the only ones who are allowed to own property and to become, but you don't get elected to be the roof mistress of a clan. You have to marry the clan chief. Correct. So, and she actually very early on when she's 16, uh, marries Solidric. Um, and we don't have, there's almost no background on him besides his name and that he dies. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, In 999. She, yeah. I think, so, I think I have an idea how he dies. <laughs> I thought, actually I had that written down as a question for you guys what you guys thought about that if like she had a hand in it one way or another I don't think she but, did but I mean, you don't think she did you think uh, cool it I think Samael did ooh oh interesting I think Samael was... did it to to make way for the easily manipulatable Kooladin and uh, the fucking well Muradin was next Muradin. in line yeah yeah and Muradin so does you... not make it through I, yeah, that's-, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. you kill Celedric, so you have two people that are next in line that are already primed for manipulation. Yep. Okay. So, one way or the other, if one okay. of them, make, you have a, okay. a 50 50 shot, at least one of them making it out of there. And who's to say that Samael didn't interfere in the crystal columns to ensure that the least manipulatable one did not return? So the only thing that I would have to say against that theory, because I love that theory, but the only thing that I would say against it is that Rand, especially when he was at Tier, he was trying very hard to do what they didn't expect. So everybody was expecting him to raise an army of um, tyrants to go invade Ilion, and he's like, "Nope, we're going to threefold land." <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of a like it was a very secret decision. He he was the only person who knew that he wanted to do that. So it would have been it would just a it would have been a like one of those chess moves that would have happened way ahead of time. And then either ran you know ran changed the entire layout of the chessboard. He went from IR like our 
type of chess to Star Wars chess or not Star Wars, Star Trek chess. Um, so like, you just totally Wait. changed the entire game. So with um, that, like, Semi-Isle has been watching and wary of them from the start and knows okay. very early on that they have made the move into, uh, into the IL waste. Mm-hmm. But so, to kill Soledric would have been had to happen. Well, it would have been way beforehand. Earlier. Yeah, like possibly before Tear fell, in order yeah. to give the Shido time to get to Ruidion to to an elect a potential chief, and, and it, like it's just it's I'm nitpicking a little bit at the timelines. Yeah. I mean, I still think it's definitely possible because oh, it's possible. he knows it's possible. he knows he knows the prophecies the 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 Corinthian mm-hmm. cycle. He's, just as much as anybody also, else did. so they know that eventually it doesn't matter when rand or whoever the dragon is let's assume he just doesn't fully know for sure at this time that at some point the dragon's gonna go into the io waste it's mm-hmm. it's part of the prophecy it's going to happen yeah. and why not go ahead and start setting up things to work in your favor because the more of the io that believe that Kuladin or mordrin is the Karakarn, mm-hmm. then the easier it is to like rob Rand of that power, at least up to a degree. Well, in Samael's the the main one who was fucking with the Aiel in the first place, right? Isn't he the one that gave them the idiot boxes? Oh well, <laughs> that's, that's box, later. Yeah. The that's idiot later. boxes. The call boxes. Yes. But but translated directly. Yeah, <laughs> out of the old time, yes, it's called the idiot box. Yeah, um, yeah, but that that's later. That that's after. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's much. Well, later. that's yeah. So so again, trying like, and I think that does a little bit support Andrew's theory that Samuel has a vested interest, even though Asmodian is the one that gives Kuladin the dual tattoos. Um, I thought that was that- Asmodian. Yeah, yeah, that's Modian's the one that gave him the dual tattoo. That's what you just Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Way to listen to me. (laughs) Way to listen to me. But it is interesting that at that point, Samael is already working with Grandal. So it's entirely possible that Grandal just walks around just assassinating people for, you know, future reasons of her own. Oh, yeah. Uh, She just went ahead and and murdered Savannah's husband uh, to go ahead and throw all of this. Maybe he was walking so, out of the pantry and he just goes, you? And then dies. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> we've never seen that before. So, so fun, interesting story. Just kind of getting back to Savannah-centric uh, 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 con- discourse here. At this point in time that we know of, Savannah's done nothing wrong. She's oh, ambitious. She's driven. She's motivated, and she's like, I'm married, a clan chief. I am a roof mistress at age 16. I am a badass. I am doing great things. I want to get bigger and better. And then Seladric dies. We don't know the circumstances of which, as an ambitious woman, with that, with that fire, with that hunger, yeah. naturally what she needs to do is secure her place by cozying up to the... I mean, and I'm not saying this for, like, all... I'm saying it with respect to the IL society. And, well, in what she does, she actually has a great quote um, in Crown of Swords. She says, 
Morden and Cooladin each believed he alone had captured her interest. This is in the third person. And when Morden failed to return for Meridian, as so many men did, one smile convinced Cooladin that he had overwhelmed her. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, she was very good at what she did. And I like yeah, the, the yeah, callback to Bear Lane mm-hmm. because everybody likes to give Bear Lane shit. Everybody likes to give Bear Lane shit and be like, really, girl? Just using your body? And we're like, first off, I mean, shake what your mama gave you, first off. like It's also her choice. Nothing to be ashamed she's, of she's there. She's using like, that as a choice and she's using, it's no different than like knowing somebody has a weakness for wine and getting them the best of the wines. Um, <coughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Oh, sorry. I would totally fall for that, by the way. <laughs> Mistress Leia. <clears throat> <laughs> no, just an example. Oh, but it's funny because everybody tiny. assumes that Barely is just being a floozy, and she's actually not. She's actually still a virgin she's by the time she really meets Galad. Yeah. yeah. Or go yeah. on. And so and so you got Savannah who's doing not exactly the same thing, but she's very proud of her figure, and well, she's not afraid to. And she's also not stupid. She's not yeah. stupid. She's um, like, and you can see some of the moves that she makes as we get through the discussion. We'll get a little bit more in detail, but um, yeah, she's very calculated. So I feel like she would be a good chess or rocks stones player, whatever the fuck we're calling it these days. <laughs> what book series are we reading and talking about? <laughs> um yeah so like she's very good at those um social tactics um and like even the political tactics as we'll see again as we get a little bit more into the discussion so we've like we haven't even got to the part where she's formally introduced the book we're just talking about her yeah yeah yeah. her widow like you know the her husband who died and then (laughs) um well it it's 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 interesting because so with uh, along with her introduction rand and party come up to the hills and they're like sweet rand is like cool what are we doing here let's do the thing and moraine's like well uh you gotta go down into that and then the wise ones are like wait no he doesn't and he's like yeah i do and they're like oh, okay you do matt's like cool guess i do too and then <laughs> moraine's like yeah, I guess I'm going to go too. And then Avienda's like. And they're like, hey, hey, you also have to go. No, no, I'm yeah. good. Well, I mean, it's, it's, oh, it's interesting too to like remember like the different reasons why they know yes. where they say they're going. Avienda is because mm-hmm. the, the obvious thing, the wise ones already know that she has a proclivity uh, yeah. for channeling and that she has been chosen to become a wise one's apprentice. So that's why she has to go. That is right. her her cultural uh, and duty responsibility. And but she's kind of for Moraine, yeah, yeah she because she doesn't want to give up the spheres. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Which, I mean, if you grow up knowing that and you have such a camaraderie with your friends then and it's all you've ever known, it's, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rand, Matt, and Moraine are going because of a redstone doorway where some <laughs> sneaky boys said, uh, no, nah, you got to go. Uh, and unfortunately, I mean, we, we do find out what what Moraine and Rand are told, but we only see it through Matt's point of view. And they're basically and the just wise like, ones actually give a little bit more away to Moraine than they meant to about their dreams about her oh, yeah. and going to Meridian. Mm-hmm. So and so Moraine's like, okay, got some going, takes off her clothes and starts running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Right, it's one of those like running without a bra. In. I wouldn't know. Like, Good way to get a black eye. <laughs> Are you kidding? Anyway. Yeah, but, Sorry. but back to Savannah. But so, yeah, no, but Savannah's there in the background the whole time, and like, and she is noted out. And basically, um, I think as we've already discussed, like, she's a beautiful woman, and she, not only is she a beautiful woman, she knows how to dress to call attention to herself a little bit. So she makes very, and as someone who makes a very deliberate clothing decisions, um, like I understand that. So, you know, um, the IEL aren't really known for their local fashion, but she finds a way (laughs) to um, distinguish herself one way or another. Um, She, she, uh, she and 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 as we've seen as we've kind of touched on before you know she has muradin and kuladin eating out of the palm of her hands and and, and already has i'm sorry eating out there's, of the palm of her hands and making yeah, other things so there's there's nothing oh, that can yeah. convince me that she doesn't already have plans c d e and f to mm-hmm. to further her cause and to further the cause of the shido because here's the other thing about her she yes she is very ambitious in in a very selfish kind of way but she wants the karakarn to come from the shido she wants glory to the shido she wants to lead the shido into greatness so there's there's probably a philosophical debate to be made there because you know something we say around here a lot a rising tide raises all ships yeah she's looking to raise the tide of the Shido well, and, and further do, their influence. She does firmly believe that she is a good leader and can be a good leader for the Shido. Um, and then we could discuss <laughs> like, as we move forward a little bit, whether, you know, how well she actually executes that. Because in, in a way she does. Like she, she bets on the wrong horse. She, she does bets, everything she, right, she but can, she bets on the she wrong horse. She continually bets on the wrong horse, but then at one point the wrong horse is her. She's a good so. manipulator. She's an ineffective strategist. Yes. Because she has the forethought. Well, so obviously at some point, Savannah, Kuladin, and Asmodian meet and talk. And Do you think she's actually there? That was one question I had because we know I think we she definitely is. know it's Kuladin and um, Asmodian, but um, yeah, I th- I think she's there. Okay. Um, yeah, I I don't think she. And the, another question that I had because Kuladin is just not necessarily the brightest crayon in the coloring box. So as we go <laughs> down and talk about all the Kuladin decisions, I like I constantly wrote down the questions again and again and again actually you know, it's so repetitive I, how much of this is savannah's influence like how much i of retract this her hmm? i retract that she she couldn't have been there because she would have been able to tell Kulin the truth of their history oh that's true. and so he wouldn't have made an ass of himself saying that's bullshit automatically Ooh. telling the rest of the clan chiefs and wise ones that he was full of shit but savannah wouldn't have no savannah never went through um oh. No, yeah. she went through the full wise one process. No, no. Oh, we'll get to that. No, she did not. Okay. She absolutely oh. did not. She had no idea. Okay. So well, and if she didn't know, then yeah, she, she was there she, with them. She got in. She got to be a wise one through the wise one loophole. Mm. As I just declare myself to be a wise one. 
So, which is what took Avienda so freaking long because Avienda was just like, mm-hmm. I'm just terrible and whatever. And all the wise ones had to be, to literally give her meaningless tasks until she had the confidence in herself to say, I'm a freaking wise one. Why the fuck don't y'all respect me? And then they're like, okay, yeah, no, that's what we're waiting for. Now you can go <laughs> through. <laughs> oh, the, you know, that's right. It, she always kind of had like an excuse or something why she can't go to Iridian. Yeah. It was always like, you're a wise one. You need to go to Iridian. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, but, but she, no, but she, she never, she never declared herself. She always, uh, um, Avienda self-deprecated herself so much. And would never declare herself a wise one. Yeah, yeah, and no, then, no, no. We're talking about Savannah. Oh, she, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, so Savannah yeah. was like Savannah was just like, no, I'm a wise one. And then they keep going. All right, cool. You need to go back to Ruidian. They and never said goes, that she had. Oh to yeah, go. yeah, cool. Then I'll. But at, at that point, everything had already been stuff. revealed. Everything right, had already right. been revealed. So they're like, I think that's what when they were figuring out their um. But their I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying up until this point, I seem to recall someone mentioning to savannah that she needs to go to ruidian and she's like yeah 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 in a minute oh, well uh, i think that's with respect to being a clan chief they need she kind of like she kind of like to... sidesteps the whole thing yeah so because she, she's got she's claimed like she got she had the balls to say i'm a wise one even though i was never an apprentice um and now i'm the clan chief so yeah fuck all of you so again like that's really ballsy which i you know i can appreciate that especially in a society where um she she just bypassed all of the cultural norms for better for worse they existed and she's like nope i am these two things and y'all just have to accept them and thiel went okay we accept them so they were like everything else is so fucky at this point that might as well <laughs> well and, <laughs> yeah. and she convinced the rest ground. of the of the shida wise ones to accept it yeah and then because the entire uh because the entire clan accepted it yeah then the but rest yeah, of the had they, they really couldn't traveling. say like you're wrong yeah they yeah, yeah they didn't have i don't think they had um i mean throughout the books they're Throughout the rest of the books after Kool-Aid dies, there's no standout male Shido leader. Right. Um, so the fact that Savannah was there and she was just like, you know what? I got it. I got it. <laughs> like, so, Jesus, so take think, the wheel. I got it. <laughs> I think this is another uh, point on which people sort of villainize Savannah for just taking over as clan chief. And it's like, First off, what she does does is not unheard of. It's very Elida-esque because mm-hmm. it's, you know, bare minimum of the law, you know. But it's still a duly legal tradition kind of a thing. Where she gets she, away with the verbiage. She never says, oh, I'm the clan chief. No, she I'm, says, I'm I acting. speak for the clan chief. Yeah, right. I'm acting. Because um, she was married to the clan chief. Mm-hmm. And given so, that there isn't a new clan chief, exactly. she kind of steps into yeah. the role until well, a clan chief can be made and then also encourages no one to become clan chief. And, and here's the other real important yeah. thing. Rand goes into Ruidian and comes back out with double dragon tattoos. Mm-hmm. And everybody goes, oh, Karn, Karn. And then Kooladin goes into Ruidian and comes back out with double dragon tattoos. Kooladin never goes to Ruidian. He never goes He in. doesn't. 
he doesn't go into the glass columns. No, uh, but he like he makes Modian, a show of Asmodian I'm going just, right. As Modian gives them to him, he right? Make right, a right. show of saying he's he, going. to He doesn't go through the columns. He does not. He does not go through the columns. He does not go through the columns. Yeah, but but he makes a show of it, and he comes. And for all anybody knows, he went and comes back. I don't think. I don't think Savannah knows at this point in time that Kuladin didn't actually go. He comes back to the, the Al-Kerdal and says, look, I've got dragon tattoos and it's Dawn and I came with the Dawn. Look, I met with this. And Savannah's like, boom, done. This is my guy. And up until this point, there really is no reason to not believe what's happening other than the fact that you now have two dudes with yeah, double dragon um, tattoos and it's going is there going to be a Kara Karnoff? <laughs> like rap nope. battle let's go bro, bro so he never goes into Ruidion the wise ones interfere with him because whenever Rand returned when man rat bit Rand That's and Matt return Kuladin mm-hmm. sees the markings on Rand yes. and accuses him of killing his brother Correct. Right. Killing Moradin and then attacks yep. him. The wise ones interfere, right. send him back to the, the Shido tents. And the next thing they know, the whole of the Shido are leaving. Right. Yeah. Well, and don't and it's not he until he shows permission. up. Doesn't even ask permission. And like, like two of them already say, like, or one of them says, I think it's Amis. It's either Amis or Malayne hmm. say, like, there's only enough of us here to give permission for you to go, and I already say no. So that means like it's our like it's a foregone right, decision. You right. are not allowed to go in. Yeah. Plus, we plus you still need to wait two more days, two or three more days until your brother comes out to officially make that request, anyways, because yep. you haven't waited the ten full days. Yeah, because then that's okay. when they try to go to Cold Rock's hold. The roof mistress yeah. uh, refuses right. to allow the Shido in. Oh, I love um, Then they go that to the Alcar doll, which is where <laughs> he reveals his markings. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, and I believe what was implied or what he tried to convince everybody is that between Cold Rocks and Alcar doll, he went back without permission. Um, well, and regardless, that, it was all just a setup. So I'm like, it was yeah. a little but, off of Savannah. But, from, but, like, but I'm talking about from Savannah's point of view. Mm-hmm. she's got the dude who she's been betting on you know she's she's been yeah. hedging her bets admittedly she's been hedging her bets cool it in shows up he's like it's done i'm here i got double dragon tattoos and she goes i'm sold well I'm but getting back to a conversation that we had earlier where um i asked if you guys thought that savannah was there in the meetings with cooled and asmodian like i honestly just don't think cooled and smart enough to really pull any of this off no. so i think it was probably savannah like for one one way or another like asmodian's not a dummy so he probably knows that she's controlling a lot of things mm. is inviting her in is like okay so here's the plan make sure he doesn't fuck it up <laughs> like girl you and i will talk i'm gonna give him the tattoos and he can just go like jump kick in the air with his tattoos and we'll plan i mean um, she has the influence over him to convince him to go and, and lie about io custom because from this from what well, this point yeah. and onward the the shadows battle cry is that they are the last bastions of the true io culture they're the only ones keeping true geotope 
yeah. even though they massacre it like every chance they seem to get. Um, do they? But Savannah is the only oh, one. Totally yeah, Savannah is the only one with enough influence over Kuladin, I think, to convince him that it is his duty as an IL clan chief to use this to right the wrongs against the IL and to not do so would be against IO custom. She's the only one with that kind of manipulation power to use on Kuladin. Yeah. It's either that or you have to believe like that, that Asmodian compulsed. Pretty goddamn manipulative. Huh? And I don't actually know either way, but I definitely think that Asmodian is well manipulative enough to go ahead and do such a thing. Oh, I that's why I think that he is the one that convinced her of all this. Um, so like knowing that there was already a big antipathy against Rand and then the clans that were potentially following Rand. So kind of the concept of let the Lord of Chaos rule. Um, I think as I think it works as a tool. Yeah. I think it works better that Savannah doesn't know and that he's just letting cool it and go nuts because Savannah is ambitious, but she's blinded by her ambition, which is honestly the first character flaw that we've come to. She mm -hmm. is blinded by her ambition. She now has a situation in which one dude with double dragon tattoos says the Aiel followed the way of the leaf. And you guys are all in violation of that right now, which breaks everything. Everything just, everybody, yeah. you know, record scratch. What? And then, of course, Kooladin comes up and says, absolutely not. I was told of a history, which is bullshit, given uh, mm -hmm. by Asmodian, surely. Um, but Asmodian, you know, Kooladin jumps up there and says, no, we were a proud race of warriors from this whole time. Savannah doesn't know. She's never been. She's avoided going. She's sidestepped going. She's never gone. So she's like, we could not have possibly come from the way of the leaf. That's absolutely ludicrous. Cool it in is the clear choice. And most of the Shido say, okay, well, clan chief and roof mistress say this is it. So this is what we do. And they're continuing our way of life which is what we've always known, which is what we've been bred to do. So cool. That's what we're going to do. I, I think it works better that Asmodian knew Savannah's ambition and didn't tell her because he knew her ambition would do the work for him. Hmm. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I still like that they that they were in cahoots because Kooladins just was literally too stupid oh yeah Kooladin's so. dumb as hell like don't yeah, get me wrong so and like I feel like Asmodian would want a co-conspirator who, who like due to everything you just said um her blind ambition would just you know same thing that happens later on with Samuel um but yeah well, just I also love how completely oblivious the at the Alcardal uh, Asmodian leaves the Alcardal as soon as he hears this thing going on where he's like, oh, there's trouble. These other wise ones and clan chiefs don't look like they're believing Kooladin's story. Time to go he's back. Like <laughs> and so I feel like there's even a chance that Asmodian just didn't fill Kooladin in and that he actually even oh. knows the, the history of the IE. And, and look what... Fuck! There's I no, there's up. no way. There's absolutely no way that Look, Asmodian or anybody who had not been through the columns 
could have known or would have known the history. So Asmodian would have known that Thiel pre like what they looked like, but not known what they morphed into and then the entirety of their history and or he, like he, he probably just didn't give a fuck about their culture to know that there was even shame um, associated with the fact that they would have been associated in any past life with the way of the leaf. So like he just right. He was just well, like, all right, there's this car carn thing that needs to happen and go forward and car carn. As our fact checker has dropped into the the chat here, Savannah and Kooladin did plan to make their case as Kara Karn, Kooladin comes up and is like, yeah, I got double dragon tattoos. He's ready to Al do Tarker. his thing. Yeah. yeah. And when Rand popped in and was like, oh yeah, by the way, I got that too. They were surprised and they were upset because they were hoping that they could establish their own su- supremacy or 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 uh, well, they they assumed established they had time. role. They assumed they, would they have had time. time. Yeah, yeah. They assumed that Rand or Ruark actually would follow the. Um, well, we'll take a month to get there. Like we've got a month to um get to yeah they're surprised there. he's there so soon not surprised yes. when he shows right yeah so so but but the thing is is they regardless of whether or not savannah knows about asmodian interfering in the process savannah is 100 percent on board with being like cool it in as double dragon tattoos i am betting on cool it in Mm-hmm. we need to now maneuver in and make sure and and you know she she does the uh she does what jeff goldblum accuses us all of you know she got so uh caught up in whether or not she could she never stopped to think about whether or not she should yeah well but also there's nothing in the prophecies say where you have to get your double like it just says you're marked twice and twice again um so like who says it couldn't be from a first again. I mean, that's kind of a devil's advocate thought there, but I mean, I, don't know. I mean, I think she knows because if you truly, if she didn't know that there was fuckery afoot, it, why, it why would you the feel the character. need? Why would you feel the need to get there and campaign to sway people to your side before somebody else shows up? Because Rand has to do that also, though. Like Rand has to convince people of him. So both. Yeah, but it also do. passively happens. He just none, none of them are worried. None of them are worried about Rand showing up and showing that he's the true car car. There's no concern. <laughs> yeah. There's no push because for because the rest of them because the rest of them know he's telling the right story. But even yeah. after that, even after that, some of the clans who are there don't immediately follow him. Like they follow behind him or like we haven't figured this out yet so he's got what three clans following behind him that are pot- a potential rear guard on the shido so yeah. like yeah so well, their thing this news has passed uh so yeah, yeah so Rand also has to do a lot of convincing yeah but their hesitation isn't because he's proclaiming himself to car corn their hesitation is because of what he revealed from the glass columns well and i th- i still also think it's they may may not accept him as the car card oh, of course not if somebody just showed up yes and told you if somebody just showed up and told you that everything you know about your past is not what you think it is yeah that you actually came from a very like 
subservient, peaceful, avoiding violent society. It turns everything you know about your own culture as far back as you can think on its head. And then you got the other guy that's like, that's bullshit. We've always been this way. Which one are you going to gravitate for? You're going to gravitate towards familiarity. That's an easier pill to swallow. And you're going to want to go for the guy that's saying that everything is what it is, whether it's true or not. And and the problem is, is you also have, it's very well established in Aiel culture that someone does not just pop up and go, I'm the clan chief now, so y'all just listen to me. Anyone who tries that, 99 times out of 100 gets their ass kicked and they get told, you know, come back and see me when you're, you know, when you're mature. Mm. We're not quite sure how Savannah gets away with it like her willpower her presence i mean she rolled a nat 20 on that persuasion roll she definitely rolled a nat 20 but there also is precedence um a with the Mm -hmm. wise ones we already discussed that but then also that the roof mistress can act as the clan chief yes until another so so she's leaning really hard on precedence at that point Um, so so the, the point becomes when it comes with Rand and Kooladin sort of, you know, politicking to get, but the, to but, get but people to their side. But the car cards never happened before. The car cards never happened exactly. before. Exactly. So, so you've, um, got, you've got a clan chief that must be accepted by the clan. You've got a clan chief that has to go through. And they do have certain things that must happen. Uh, but the car card kind of goes. And they're all kind of going. Well, shit, what do we do well, now? Yeah, and he, he does throw it in their <laughs> face. He does throw it in their face. Like, I am going to break you. I'm going to, yeah, break you. I'm going to make you. Um, so, it like, in to Rand's credit, he's not apologetic about it. I, Correct. Very, he's, he's Machiavelli in his takeover of the I.O. Oh, yeah. Rand comes in, and he does all of his evil at the start. Everything that the I.O. will consider abhorrent, culturally abhorrent, socially abhorrent, all the stuff that breaks the I.O. down, Rand does 95% of it at the onset with this revelation. Yeah. Then the other 5% being, you know, limiting their actions on the other side of the dragon wall, telling them, like, no, you can't just run around and do what you want out here. Which Which, their entire culture has told them, no, you can't, because they're all oathbreakers. And that's a great segue to... Also, do you um, want some when, rain in the Isle Waste? Do you want a lot of rain in the Isle Waste? Like an absurd <laughs> amount of rain in the Isle Waste? Better call Saul. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's, that's a... Um, Andrew, that's a great segue to um, Kooladin and Savannah as... I figured Alcar- it was a good idea to segue rather than continue to argue about whether yeah. Savannah knew or didn't. <laughs> Alcaridar, I know, like because we. <laughs> but that's actually important to her character, though. It, is well, she willingly working with a deception or not? Well, well I mean, inevitably segue. she does. Yes, which so. which is why a segue is appropriate. You're good. You're good. Yeah. So, um, but as um, so right after Alcaridar, um, where Kooladin, and then I'm assuming Savannah is really in control. Uh, like I'm just gonna make that assumption. You guys can like debate or just like go along with my assumption. Because um, honestly, I'm gonna let I Daniel have first stab at this one. <laughs> I'm okay with going with going with that one. <laughs> I mean, any dissenters? 
not at the moment. I'm sorry, what was the question? I like fully brain farted just now. Um. So after, well, we'll see. Who's after, actually Alcare. in charge of the Shido between the time that the Alcare doll happens and Kuladin gets killed at Kyrian? Yeah, so. I mean, my, my, my didn't get killed at Kyrian. It's clearly Savannah, but yeah. between the Alcare doll and his death at Kyrian, Who's actually in control? Is it Kuladin oh. just around being a dumb motherfucker? Or is it Savannah going ahead and saying, hey, Kuladin, you should do this? It's, it's puppet government the whole time. Yep. I, Savannah I fucking it's... puppets him like Pinocchio before he comes to life. Well, and, and I also think she lets him do his like worst mm-hmm. dreams. Yes. So like yes. I don't well, I don't necessarily if, think that she was the one that was ordering if he portrays if he portrays himself as a bumbling idiot, then all the roles she's had prior to him and all the roles she has after him has even more legitimacy because they're like, whatever she does, as long as she doesn't go as dumb as Kooladin, then they'll be like, yeah, this sucks, but it's better than Kooladin. I, I do Which is like what every here. political landscape in every country does everywhere. They will accept an absolute fool so long as they don't appear to be as bad as the last fool that was in charge. I, I do want For to interject time. here and, and, and make one very important distinction. Kuladin was an incredibly impressive warrior. Sure. Oh, yeah. Very respected among the Shido. Obviously respected enough to be a candidate for clan chief. And well respected enough to be accepted when he says i've got double dragon tattoos i'm the car Karn, and everybody's like dude's a badass warrior i believe it i like what it. happens what I happens like the cut of his gym. when a good mechanic is promoted to a leader what yeah. happens when a good grunt soldier is promoted to a leader mm-hmm. what happens when the movers and shakers are uprooted from what they're good at and put into management, because management is a different skill set. Sometimes it well, is. Well, like, well, it is, this not this isn't even management. This is leadership, and leadership they, is very different than management. Also, I mean, they either yeah. adapt or they absolutely the point flaunt. Being, yeah. The point being, that one, Kooladin, up until this point, has never faced a problem he couldn't stab away. Basically. Yeah. Now he's leading the Shido yeah. and he's going, we're just going to keep doing what we do, which is stab. Yeah, well, well, and again, like he was probably an excellent, it would have been an excellent, uh, excellent clan chief if they were only doing raids and like the typical ideal things. But the, the environment has completely changed and yep. he is completely unadaptable to that. Because and he is way out of his depth. Because he's good at one thing. He's like, oh, someone's going to be mad about this. It would be, be it's it's like the difference between uh, Mad Dog Matt is being a secretary of defense or being a general and becoming the president. Oh, yes. General secretary of defense. Really good job because you are in your element. You are a military leader. That's all you have to worry about. I totally saw him at the Pentagon one time and I lost my shit. So, sorry, completely like you brought him up, and I just had to. With a subtle flex, there Thanks. I know, right? <laughs> I, I saw the famous person one time. 
Not just um, that. Anyways. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> like, I know Daniel's probably like, whatever. <laughs> anyways, you know, but that's that's a very good um, way to put it. Like, in the same, like, you could do the same equivalent with Colin Powell. Colin Powell uh, just didn't want to, well, you're just like, no, but like, I, this is what oh, yeah. I do. I, this is what I do well. And I don't want to, and, and nor, the should, good nor, ones. nor should I be even though people believe I should be, nor should I be. He said I should not be president. The good ones have the wisdom to know the difference. I am good at this. You're Mm -hmm. asking me to do this because I'm good at this. But guys, Mm -hmm. what you don't know is I'm good at this. Yeah. Kooladin is good at this. Really terrible at this. But yeah. Savannah's like, it's okay, babe. I got you. You can do this. Well, actually, I do believe Savannah could have. Ugh, anyways, whatever. Like, attempted to bolster him up. Like, well, but it, but it was home because they weren't married. They weren't doing anything. So, like, like I feel like all the complications. Like, I no. do feel like there was a lot of complications there. There, there absolutely were, and and this actually comes into a really great point really great point in the story in which savannah makes a very important decision that detracts glaringly away from giato they oh. march across the dragon wall they loot and pillage and it's like cool this murder is murder start do. taking guys we loot that and are pillage. not yes when they start taking Guy Shane from the wetlands, from people mm-hmm. who do not follow Giato, I view this as the first decision that she makes and or writes off and or signs off on that is blatantly, glaringly not okay, but she does so with the justification that uh, we're the Karakarn is Thank now you. the that, ruler that of all. That was question I was going to ask. Uh, like, do you think that's, like, that's That's absolutely the justification. Because yeah. Kara Karn. It's like Batman. How the hell did Batman know that that was going to happen? Because he's Batman. Yeah. How the hell did you guys justify that? Because Kara Karn. It's magic. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we all do this now. Um, yeah, no, uh, I very much agree that uh, her justification is though. <laughs> Should we all do it at the same time? <laughs> you guys could, like, literally make it. <laughs> Andrew's like, no, I'm just going to stroke my beard. <laughs> um, yeah. I, and I think that's a lot of the, she leans hard even when Kooladin's there because Kooladin is the Karkarn who is again supposed to at, at that time she's saying Kooladin's the Karkarn and regardless the Karkarn is supposed to break and remake the Aiel so you know what? I think Kooladin's this... the victim here so I mean he, he is he's a dick but he's a victim yeah. he's the victim this, this actually... he's the one trick actually... pony that gets manipulated around the clock and convinced he gets his ego talked up. He gets all this, all this shit talked he, up he, to him, and he's like, "I am." And he finally gets boost, and he's like, "I am." And then suddenly he loses his head. Do you know this is something I've never <laughs> thought of before? Because I think, but I mean, I don't know if I can argue. I, I don't like it, but I don't think I can argue with it. 
Because doesn't their mention, doesn't Kulodin push back a little against the wetlanders being Gaishin? Mm, we don't see that. it directly. I don't think we see that. Um, oh, we did. Not that I can work I could be very wrong. I've I, misquoted a thousand things yeah, in my time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But there is one thing that I really, really kind of need to throw out here because it's Robert Jordan kind of giggling at us. And he gives so there. I'm going somewhere with this, so just follow me for two seconds. There's an Aes Sedai under Elida who is demoted back yeah. to accepted yeah. and booted out of the tower. And Egwene has well, this. She, she, runs, she runs thing. away. She runs away. Yeah, she runs away. She's like, no, I'm out. I'm done that. Yeah. Egwene has this whole thing of, no, no, no. You're Aes Sedai. How the hell? Did you get demoted because you allowed it? Mm -hmm. Now, Savannah, time and time and time and time again, her position as wise one, as roof, like her it's position clanchy, is clanchy, questioned, yeah. is 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 threatened, is you know, is 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 called to mm -hmm. question numerous times. And she finally just says, look, leave me alone. I had the Karakarn with me. I've been calling the shots this whole time. I'm a wise one. And the rest of the wise ones go, okay, you're a wise one. Well, and, it's and from actually, that moment forth, she's a wise one. I did have a very, like, I actually also did write this down, um, a question about when she became a wise one because once we start getting her POVs um, after the Battle of Kyrian, um, she's already declared herself a wise one. So this is basically like um, pre-Jumai as well as she's getting ready, prepping to go to talk with the Aes Sedai so she's already declared herself like I am a wise one, uh, and right. like and again like the fucking cojones on this like check is amazing because she's just like nope I'm a fucking wise one and like the wise one's like God damn it mm, you found our little loophole um, <laughs> fine yeah fine okay whatever because uh, they, they can <laughs> but nobody but they even look at Avienda and say if you had figured it out too soon we would have chastised you yeah we that. and yeah we discussed that earlier but somehow um, but somehow but, but, it gets away with it but just what we were talking about is um like it's just her confidence she has this confidence and that she just goes forward and again like i like the <laughs> i would never put her forward as like a feminist icon <laughs> but, because, like, she's <laughs> but really at the bad. same time but at the same time like she's just kind of, like in her own right she's kind of a badass because she's just like saying that she's like never got wise ones training okay wise one uh i don't have like the Good. qualifications to be a clan chief i'm a clan Good, chief bad or indifferent you cannot argue with the fact that savannah is a bad bitch yeah i mean <laughs> now i don't like her 
No, I don't like her at all. I and think she's, she's ultimately, just a bitch. ultimately ineffective, but her but, confidence is something that's worth like looking at and emulating a little bit. So, um, no, so but, 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 use, but use your powers for good, women in the world out there, please. That was what I was going <laughs> to because I actually want to throw out there, and this is the one time that I'm going to sort of and really, and really no. make a point um, that, again, I'm not saying that all traditions and all cultural things and all, you know, whatever are good. They're not. There are some that are actually pretty abhorrent that have just been around for so long that people just continue to do them. Yeah. However, there are also tra uh, traditions and cultural things and rules and regulations and things like that that are actually kind of important. And to walk in and just say, I fly in the face of all tradition and all rules and all regulation and mm -hmm. all culture. Again, I do appreciate a confidence. I do appreciate someone who's willing to go after something that they want and achieve she's it. Still but there doing are it within confidence. the confines. She's doing it within no, the she's confines. Not. She's absolutely doing it within the confines. One hundred percent. No, she is absolutely flying in the face. She is doing it on precedent, not on tradition. She is doing we, it on, you know, the the is outskirts of the law rather than actually doing it in the law. And again, I'm very. Let me be very, very, very clear. Sometimes no. the law needs to be broken. Well, and Sometimes then maybe this is the first time that there is a female clan chief. Like, in a, like, why wouldn't there be a female clan chief? Because, because that's got... not... Because that's <laughs> not how it's working. Savannah is using the card card as her ultimate wild card. Yes, exactly. And to just go ahead and say, I fly in the face of all tradition because Kara Karn. I'm not saying that I don't appreciate on a lot well, of levels the fact that yeah. she has that ambition and goes after things she wants. But when she just stands there and says, I'm a wise one, even though I refuse yeah. to go to and will never go to the Crystal mm -hmm. Columns, even though she says, you know, I am speaking for the clan chief instead of sending someone who's a Shido Aiel to uh, a male Shido Aiel to Ruidian to become a clan chief, that kind of thing. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying that every time that happens in life or in these books, that yeah. it's bad. But I am saying that Savannah really likes to go right to the edge of the law and flirt with the end. Like, and I'm yeah. not in yes. agreement with that. And this this is all like the like moral ethics. Um, sure. So um, so is it for the Aiel or for anyone, is it morally ethical to capture people and enslave them? So like it, and because, so Guy Shine yes. were never enslaved. Guy Shine were never enslaved. It was a voluntary sure. um, a time of servitude. Mm -hmm. So now they've gone and they've actually started enslaving people. Uh -huh. And um so it, yes but, and they depend but, but, even though but, for a car. but nobody well and i think in this you can't even nobody can even argue that because i've seen some people say like oh well savannah made the wise ones like murder to sane and then she had whole, like, this shit was happening way before that 
So as soon as they started coming across the spine of the world, they started in like enslaving, literally enslaving. Yes, it's not correct, making yes, them die chain. It's enslaving um, wetlanders. And there, there was no end of the servitude. There was no, like, we touched you in battle. Like, they, mm-hmm. they completely eliminated all those rules. So, um, but, but no one said no. So it's not just Savannah that is responsible for that. It is, it, it's the rest of the clan chiefs that went along with it. Yeah, it's, or yeah. wise ones. Uh, well, all of okay. them, all of, all of them, all, all of those, leadership. All of those the leaders. The person doing the thing is absolutely hugely culpable for that thing. Now, I'm not saying that the other people well, are but, but all like... so culpable because they never went against it. But to say that it's not her fault, it's their fault for allowing her Oh, I'm not, to... I'm not saying, no, I'm not no, saying No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a larger cultural thing. So, and we do demonize Savannah for it, but one of the cultural things about Aiel is that you can literally go up to a clan chief or a wise one, probably not a wise one so much, uh, and just be like, (laughs) this is not right. But but the wise ones are the ones that you're supposed to put your faith in. So when the wise ones start saying things right, when the clan chiefs start saying things right, and nobody goes and questions any of them, um, that is that is a larger cultural that is again that's you know like one of the reasons why we love to hate on the Shido it's not just like oh like the Shido are bad it's like no the Shido did some really fucking shitty things um, so so the fun part of all this is because and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it right now because I I keep trying I keep trying I keep trying to offer some perspective that gives me any sort of empathy or any sort of respect for Savannah, all I can, all I can come up with is that she's ambitious, she's driven, and by sheer force of will, she's able to rise to a level of, of power and presence that is admirable. Hmm. But ultimately, her leadership sucks yeah she makes her first decision that is i mean up until this point she's in an area of gray it's like with which point because we've gone back and forth which point are you talking about when she goes to carry in and she starts enslaving people when she starts taking wetlanders in as guy shane and making them run naked because we don't have enough wet white robes and blah 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 yeah when all of this is happening it's pretty shitty (laughs) You know, cool it and dies, and she goes, cool. Um, the car, she doesn't say, the car, Karn is dead. Maybe I should rethink my life choices. She goes, you know what? I've got a backup, Kara Karn. And she immediately starts, like, maneuvering to try and get into Rand's, like, presence. Yeah. Which brings her to Demise Wells, which is where Rand is being, you know, carried. Well, it's, and there was actually a lot of like shady shit that she did between them. Oh, and, and, but but that's the point. That's the point. When you know, we talk a lot about you know where the divergence is. When mm. did a good person become a bad person? When did yeah. an ambitious person become a bad person? Well, and 
again, what we find time and time again, what we find is that it's not one decision where you go, I'm going into left field where we've been going over here the whole time. And what it is, is it's little teeny tiny justifications, little teeny tiny decisions, little teeny tiny things every day that kind of lead you into a direction that is not within the bounds of, you know, health or happiness or goodness. Mm -hmm. And so what we see here is that the first decision that Savannah signs off on and makes and says, cool, is that, yes, wetlanders can become gaishin. But because they don't follow Giotto, that just means we get to keep them like forever. That's all we do. And where, yeah, where are you? It's it's not definitive that she's In the one that signed car. off on. It's not definitive <laughs> that she's the one that signed off on. And we're I think all of us are like in agreement in our head. But she didn't explicitly enforce the rules of Giotto. Well, oh no, and when she continues to exactly. follow that forward. Allowing it to happen under your leadership so, is uh, you know, well, rule also, number one of leadership. Everything is your fault. Well, and if also, you allow it to happen, or if you can't stop it from happening, it's your fault. Sorry, another thing I love about her is she's a fucking diva. <laughs> so she's like, the more servants, the better. And like, these are actually better servants than like, the, the guy Shane aren't servants. So, like I just need people to like tend to my whims and whatever and just <laughs> so that was my attempt at diva. I don't know that if that is... came off well. That was... I'm sure you guys are gonna get like some really that was Leia's that was Leia's roof mistress impression or uh uh, uh diva. Oh, fuck you. I'm done. Good night, guys. <laughs> I hate him so much right now. Savannah um, impression. That was Leia's Savannah impression. That's what I was trying to say. Anyway. I mean, she is a rave mistress. But yeah, that being said, yeah. So, yeah, so she she does basically authorize slavery. Or doesn't doesn't speak doesn't speak against it. Because again, I think we all agree that she could convince Coolidin to do something and then whether or not it was his idea or her idea, we'll never know. Um, but uh, she, but she, she continued the practice right. for she, years. She eventually is, you know, so again, she, she tries to connect herself to Rand um, because she needs that legitimacy of, of the double dragons to con continue doing what she's doing. Her plans at Dumai's Wells are foiled. Ashaman, come in, save the day. You're welcome. Um, and God, do you know the the thing that the thing that gets me is that again, she's blinded by her ambition, right? We've we've discussed this. She's trying to get with Rand. There's a there's an issue after Demise Wells. They're like, shit, okay, what okay. happened? Well, I don't know uh, what happened. You, you said get with, let's clarify. She's trying to enslave Rand. She True. has- For her own legitimacy. Yes. Yeah, so she's not trying to get with him. Like, she's not like, oh, I'm going to convince I, him to like- I don't know. Right. I feel like Savannah would be okay with that answer. She just also has a backup plan for forcing him into her plan if she can't convince him that he actually wants to be with her. Yeah, I don't think yeah. she necessarily walks in there going, oh. 
this no, is she she went straight month. up like i am going there's this thing that can and like make him do what i want him to do yep. and then and that will be he will be my husband so that's, yeah that's, that's that's like the that's kind of the epitome of like the rapey thing that she could do. yeah it is it is uh yeah because Savannah... you know she's gonna be like now you gotta have like now we have to make this official like yeah right. no it's it's not just like you're my partner like i'm like forcing you to do these official yes. functions like she would have gone and at at demise wells savannah makes her second gigantic unjustified break from Gieto. she participates oh, yes. in the battle she takes up a well, spear actually that happens beforehand so the killing of Desane. That is also true. Convincing I mean, several of her loyal I thought that was, wise ones. Oh, no. I thought they were retreating and she was like killing people to get mm-hmm. back there. Oh, well, that so, happened in the Battle of Dumas Wells, but dude, the saying is so before. Actually, that. yeah. So here we go. Let me give you a little history lesson. Do it. Do it. So, um, so she, before the battle, the day or two before the battle, um rallies up her loyal wise ones convinces them that they need to break with gho and betray the Aes Sedai. so they're breaking their word right uh to the Aes Sedai. so that's one of the first ones so then they murder one of their own because she with the power yeah, and t- like, like, and this again, this is where Jordan does horror really well. Like, he just doesn't really talk about yeah. it, but he talks about it. And then you're just like, your brain can go wherever. Um, so they disassemble. That's right. They disassemble yes. the same. Um, and then this is no disassemble number five. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so then the and then they bring the rest of the wise ones who weren't in on it to confirm that the murder was done with a power. And of course, wise ones don't kill people. Uh, but they're like, yeah, no, we just need to participate. Like we were going to go to battle anyway. So like we need to get in on this. Uh, and also going to battle against, they were just supposed to help escort Rand to the tower. Uh, so all of, all there's... Of, there's like multiple levels of betrayal here that are breaking treaties, which is again yep. against uh, Gato. So and then the wise ones participating is a culmination of tra- it's tradition. It's not necessarily Gato, but it's a culmination of breaking tradition. Um, so so uh, in in that respect. So, so she, she says, you know, I don't need Aes Sedai anymore because we have Karakar and Wildcard. Therefore, we can do whatever the hell we want. I can almost see the justification there, though, because these Aes Sedai very clearly have the Karakarn captive. Which means, in some kind of twisted way... They're going against what they 
professed to subscribe to. So she's, again, she's kind of skirting the tradition. She's kind of like, look, guys, she's got some real verbal jujitsu going on right now. And she continually she rolls always high does. Her she always does. Checks. Savannah always does. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she just rolls but I think, nat 20s I think and plus. Yeah. When it comes to Demise Wells, I think we can safely say, with, with Demise Wells and the aftermath of Demise Wells, we can safely say Savannah has officially crossed the line and has consciously. Which line, the line is that? Of of between G and toe, between G and toe, she's no longer operating with G. She's no longer operating in in a manner that is that well, can be justified as I'm well, trying to further the cause of the Aiel and the Shido. At 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 mm. at this point in time in the story, I believe it's safe to say that she can that we can convict her of self-glory, self-proclamation of glory, and self-promotion, and utilizing the Shido clan to that end. And we start to see, especially with the aftermath of Demise Wells and the scattering of the Shido, we start to see people getting wise to that. So I can't wait to disagree with you on this one. <laughs> so we are actually pretty close here to we, yeah uh, to the end. We might God need to do it. a How part. Do we need, need to do another part. <laughs> we will probably need to do another part that is uh, at slash post Savannah. Um, but as for the moment, uh, let's okay. go ahead and get just some final thoughts on Savannah. Uh, I will go first as far as as far as we've got. Um, so my thoughts on Savannah are definitely, I think that she takes the worst part of ambition uh, and twists it to be the worst part of ambition, uh, where I think that, again, Josh made a point that there is a line. There is a, there is a you can't come back from this point, which is where ambition turns to selfishness. Because ambition the whole point of having that word is that it can be for your own good. It can be, but there's so much else tied up in that. Selfishness is just for you. Um, and it can look a lot like ambition, but it's not. Um, and I think that she goes ahead and messes with the line between ambition and selfishness throughout the entire story, though it does get worse and worse and worse the further along it you continue to read. Um, I've also tried to go ahead and make myself okay with Savannah in some ways because I do like to try and make even villains understandable to myself uh, and I just have not been able to do that with Savannah. Uh, I come out every time as really hating all of the choices that she made. Um, I, I will let somebody else go into you know different things along those lines uh andrew do you want to you haven't said gotten a chance to speak in a while uh would you give us your final thoughts uh, <clears throat> i think savannah's a lot simpler uh than the discussion would lead most people to think 
I think she was young, uh, got a taste of power at 16, got a prestigious title at the age of 16, took over for her then husband when he died at 16, and basically within her own sept had essentially absolute power. We all know that absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I think from there, it was just a, just a 16-year-old Savannah. Obviously, she grows up and gets older, but um, trying to maintain uh, that power and that thirst for power and that expanse, expanding desire for power. So like Daniel said, selfishness. And uh, I, think, I think those are her pure motives, the maintenance and, and acquisition of more power and wealth. Um, and there's parts that we haven't gotten to yet that, that don't just hint at that. They directly point straight to that um, and, and her attitude. So, yeah. Um, she's a one-trick pony. She's good at manipulating, and that's it. All right, Josh, go ahead and give us your final thoughts. Final thoughts on Savannah. I, I'm not going to lie. I tried. I tried so hard to give her every so excuse it got so far, and in the end, Savannah. it doesn't even matter. Because Savannah, you're a bitch. You're <laughs> a terrible person. You're a horrible person. You know, what, is, what does Bruce Lee say? That any mistake... Is, oh, oh, this, mm, mm, hold on, I gotta Google it. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to... Because I know this when I'm sober. I'm not sober right now. Mm. mistakes are always forgivable if one has the courage to admit them yep. Bruce Lee Savannah you made mistakes you never had the courage to admit a single one of them and you doubled down and you doubled down and you doubled down and you dug yourself into a hole you should follow the example of Ingtar and that's all I'm going to say wow alright Leia Final thoughts? Tell us why we're all wrong. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, she is a terrible person <laughs> and she did make a lot of mistakes and she fucked up a lot of things. But that being said, um, the again, try what I said at the beginning, so my bottom line up front, I stick mm -hmm. with it is I try to try to find the good things in her and like just the like just the uh, well and Daniel using ambition in a negative sense and I thought like I don't necessarily think her ambition was necessarily negative it eventually turned negative um like it, and I don't I I still think that she was thinking and we haven't even got to the post to my swallows like she sure. still was in her head thinking about the Shido but it was just in a very skewed way um so so she did think about her people and all of that and it was just, it was all completely misguided um because multiple reasons multiple reasons um and uh, a can she, of words. She, yeah she could have been a wonderful amazing leader like she could have um put herself in a good position to do something wonderful that would have been um beneficial towards the last battle but like her hubris got up and like caught everything up so like all of those positive traits got fucked up by her hubris um so 
All right. Yeah. So there you go. like yeah. So All like, right. still I still don't like her. I really still don't sure. like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I try <laughs> to be positive. Us do. None of us do. Yeah. So All right. no, but, but but I but I do appreciate her more. Like you know, again, thank you yeah. for your yeah. uh, red Aja breakdown because of course. <laughs> <laughs> like this this has started to make me look at like Elida is when there's people like you're like okay well, like she's like trying to do things and whatever like there's there's always those people um what do you mean wanna, those people those people <laughs> Simarog Simarog I would love to talk about Simarog with you guys all right Maybe well we'll go ahead and uh see about that Thank you again, Leah, very much for coming on. It was lovely to Thank see you. Thank you so much. Uh, please tune in to Threefold Talk on Thursdays. What time is it uh, for the live? 9 p.m. for 9 uh, Eastern for the live stream. And it's just on YouTube also if you can't make it. Always um, a fun, then, guys. Always a fun time. We're, we're pretty feisty. We, That's yeah, very we're feisty, true. we're thirsty. Um, and somebody, uh, I think Mass Dagger, brought up earlier that i did not mention butt rock <laughs> yes we do hashtag have, butt rock yeah we do have a weekly multiple times butt rock indeed yeah. all right but thank you for coming on uh, it was wonderful so to much. talk to you about this particular subject uh look out for another background breakdown on savannah we will go ahead and figure out uh who we are getting whether it is leia again or you know whatever um hopefully be mad if it's not me again I hopefully it's Leia again. But uh, from all of us here at the Black Tower, I have been your Amon Khan Mahail Daniel. I've been your Bajan Mahail Andrew. I have been your Sorovan Mahail Josh. We thank you for tuning in. We thank you for being uh, orderly while we dispense your weekly dose of taint. Indeed. And uh, if you are listening live and you are going to be at WatCon this weekend, go ahead and throw us, uh, shoot us a line and uh, come say hi. We'd love to go ahead and see you. And if you did not make it to WatCon this year, go ahead and take a look at coming next year because um, I imagine that there will be one. And if not, worst case scenario, come to JordanCon. But again, from all of us here at the Black Tower, have a lovely and wonderful morning. And in case we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good show. Night.